0: Today's price is not today's price. 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 Imaginary players aiming coach, right? Master recipes the stove lights. The number on his jersey is the quote price. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? Everybody get it off the boat, right? But only welcome 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 i would like to welcome you to another episode of the unpopular podcast this is the man the myth the legend jalen hunter and if you do me a favor please subscribe to whoever you're listening please subscribe to whoever you're watching it definitely means a lot to me so i've said this before but there are huge days in the nba of course you have the draft you know which young prospects from college from the g league are going to be coming into the league the 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 training camp or off season you know what i mean like you know, you get the teams back. You're working out, of course, opening day. And then you have what is coming up tomorrow, which is the NBA trade deadline. Now, the NBA trade deadline is huge for a lot of reasons. First and foremost, you're able, this is the last time that you can trade, you know, players before, of course, the or until the next year. And teams usually use this to get off bad contracts or to try to bolster your team or try to just completely rebuild your team or start the rebuild. A lot of teams have different agendas going into the NBA trade deadline, but that doesn't take away from the fact that the NBA trade deadline is one of the most important days in the NBA. And this year, it will be, of course, tomorrow, Thursday, February t- uh, February 10th. So what I wanted to do is I'm going to go – For uh, I'm gonna go and talk about every team, every team in the NBA. Probably gonna go alphabetical order, uh, and I'm gonna do buy, sell, or hold. Buy: Should they be buyers or should they try to acquire talent at the free? At well, for free, you know, for the free. uh, Dang, (laughs) for the NBA trade deadline. Should they be selling? Do they have a lot of contracts? Do they have? bad contracts do they have just do they need to start a rebuild or hold do they need to they don't really need to do much you know like what should they do it's you know when, me explaining that is simple but in my head I'm like Jalen, what you talking about so let's 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 just get this going let's start with the Atlanta Hawks the Atlanta Hawks are in a interesting position you have a lot of young talent you know Trey Young uh, Kevin Herder, Clint Capella, you have a lot of young talent. However, there are still there are still needs that the team has. First and foremost, I think it would be beneficial to be buyers in this market. Now, you don't the Atlanta Hawks don't have to be buyers, but I don't think they should really think to. Well, I understand that John Collins he's been John Collins has been on the trade deadline for for a minute now. Uh, I don't know if he's just unhappy. I don't know what it is. But John Collins has been on the trade down line for a minute, meaning you have an asset that a lot. John Collins is one of their best players. And, of course, he is a really good player. He's a young player. He's a very athletic player. His outside game has gotten better. So you can be sellers, but in that you can also be buyers. You can get a young, uh, I don't know, you can get a young. They need more shooting outside of Trey they need no you know what they need they need a another player that can really put the ball on the ground and create their shot I mean outside of Trey Young they don't really have a reliable person that can create their own shot and I would have said maybe go for CJ McCollum but we'll talk about that a little bit later um I just think that I think it'll be beneficial maybe see if you can get off of John Collins maybe see if you can get off of Danilo Gallinari or um, you know, one of those one of those contracts, cause Atlanta doesn't need to do much, but it would be beneficial for them to get a a, a player that can relieve the shot creation for Trey Young, if that makes sense. Trey Young is the only player on that team outside of maybe a Lou Williams, but he's not really at the level at this point in his career where he can be reliable night in and night out. So I would be buyers if I was Atlanta to try to get another player that can create for himself. Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are in a weird spot. They're in a weird spot because they're a good team, but I don't know how many times. It's like they're good at certain things, but not good at others, of course. Now, of course, every team's like that. But when you look at the Boston Celtics, look how they're built. You have Marcus Smart, defensive player, which, for the life of me, I do not understand why he has a green light to shoot threes because he can't shoot threes. But it is what it is. You have Marcus Smart, then you have two high, high quality players in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Of course, both interchangeable. Uh, I would go prefer Jason Tatum over Jalen Brown, but both are good. And then you have you know Al Horford, Robert Williams. You, the Boston Celtics need to, need to figure out where they want to go, what they want to do. One thing that is clear is Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are great players. However, we've seen time and time again now, it could be due to, to just youth. They haven't been in the league for that long, but... When one player's going off, when Jason Tatum's going off, Jalen Brown doesn't do much. When Jalen Brown's going off, Jason Tatum doesn't do much. There, it's very rare. I know it happened once or twice this year, but it's very rare that both of them go off for like a 30-point game or both of them go off. And the Boston Celtics have needs. You know, they, they need, a, a I think, a reliable, I don't know, more a reliable big man. They don't really—I mean, Al Horford's cool. Robert Williams is cool, but they need more of a reliable big man. And they also need, in my opinion, a, a, a better point guard. Yes, you have Marcus Smart. Yes, you have Dennis Schroeder. And to me, both are complete ends of the spectrum, as in defensive, but not really that good offensively in Marcus Smart. Offensively, but definitely not that good defensively in Dennis Schroeder. So, I understand that. Um, I would— mm. I would say that the Boston Celtics should be sellers. If if you can't figure out what you're going to do with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Now, if you're going to keep them together, which I have no problem them doing, and it looks like that's what they kind of want to do, they're going to have to figure out how to coexist when both are having great games. Because when both are having great, I mean, when one's having a great game, the other one just just falls into the like uh you know i'm gonna just just defer there's been so many times where they've been up big and and turn out lose the game because it was just it's it's really turned into like a one-on-one type situation kind of what brooklyn does but the difference is you have Jalen brown and jason tatum doing the one-on-one thing and in brooklyn you have three people so i would say sellers if i don't know though See, that's that's why I, the Boston Celtics is a tough is a tough tough one because in one hand I under, like if you want to you can get a lot for Jalen Brown. I wouldn't trade Jason Tatum, but you can get a lot for Jalen Brown. But are the pieces that you would get for Jalen Brown pieces that could put you over the top? I and I don't know. So you know what? Hmm. I'll probably, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. For Boston, I'm going to say hold. I'm going to say hold because, and unless you trade like a Marcus Smart, if you trade a Marcus Smart, do the thing. But no, sell, sell. I would try to get get. I would try to get more of a, a of a balanced point guard, um, or a reliable big man. So I would say sell. I'm gonna go back. The Boston Celtics should be sellers for 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 sellers and buyers because. You're gonna have to sell in out, yeah, you know what I mean. Out yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Let's stay here for a second. So so the Brooklyn Nets are an interesting team, uh, going to this trade deadline solely because of the there's a lot going on with this team. Uh with the with the the what eight game losing streak, uh, nine game losing streak at this point. Um Kyrie's still a part-time player. Uh, Kevin Durant's hurt, and one of the biggest reasons why they are one of the teams to look out for for the trade deadline is because of James Harden. Now, James Harden has expressed his his, his frustration with being in Brooklyn, and a lot of speculations have been flying between, you know, he's going to test free agency and a lot of speculations have been flying about should they trade and should there be a James Harden for Ben Simmons trade? Um, I do think it'll be beneficial for both teams. I also think that um, the 76ers would be more of a winner than the Brooklyn Nets in this situation. Uh, But now reports have come out saying you know Brooklyn's not going to trade James Harden, uh, but then it, it keeps being like, all right, to we'll trade him. We're not going to trade him. We'll trade. I don't know what's going to happen with this. I mean, Brook. The, the 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 problem with this whole situation for Brooklyn is, yes, you have you know James Harden. Yes, you have Kyrie Irving in times. Yes, you have when he gets back from injury, Kevin Durant. But what else do you really have from that? Paul Millsap hasn't really worked. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge hasn't really been working, and he's been injured. Joe Harris has been injured. Blake Griffin is just a complete shell of of his former self. Um, So, yes, you may have James Harden, uh, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, but outside of that, what do you have? And this is one of the biggest reasons why I said before the year started, it may be beneficial to trade a Kyrie or it may be beneficial to trade a James Harden because you don't have a defender on your best defender is is who, Bruce Brown, uh, uh, Claxton, which is which he's a he's a decent um rim protector that is Claxton, but you don't have another real solid defender. I mean, you're you it it just doesn't work. And I if I were Brooklyn you have a player that is is uh, has already said he's going to test free agency. You've already you have a player that's already said that he is unhappy with the situation and that he's in as far as being in Brooklyn. So I instead of losing James Harden for nothing if you do lose him, uh I would I would make the trade. I mean, think about it. Even though Ben Simmons has not played this year due to I guess his feelings being hurt. (laughs) Uh, You still have a player that you'll have on contract for at least three more years, at least. And you're taking him out of a situation where he he doesn't have to be the uh, primary ball handler. You have Kyrie Irving, you have Kevin Durant. He doesn't have to be the primary playmaker. You have Kevin Durant, you have (laughs) Kyrie Irving. He can really be, he can be kind of like an Andrew Wiggins type situation. Andrew Wiggins was good for Minnesota, If never, former number one overall pick. Uh, he was good in, in, in Minnesota. He was good next to Carl Anthony Towns. The only problem was he was expected to do more because it was just pretty much a two-man team. He was expected to be that number one overall pick. He was expected to be the best player on the floor every night, and he just could not live up to that. You see how—hell, he's an all-star now. You see how good Andrew Wiggins is playing in Golden State, where not only is he not the number one— I mean, not the the first option, he's not even—he's probably the third or fourth option when Dr- uh, Draymond Green gets back. Now— Ben Simmons would not be the th- fourth option, but Ben Simmons would be the third option to a, when your first two options is Kevin Durant and, and, and Kyrie Irving. Now, again, I understand the uh, a, a intrigue is there to keep James Harden because he's one of the best when he's on his game. He's one of the best scorers the league has ever seen however when you look at the construct and the makeup of this team you have a lot of players your top three players do the same thing now of course Kevin Durant to me is the best and you have James Harden when he's on then you have Kyrie but you have three players that do the same thing and then you really don't have any other player to when you need the big stop who do you go to when you need a, a a a a momentum shifting block or a momentum shifting steel. Who do you go to? You don't really have that. Uh, and so if I were Brooklyn, I would, I would be, con- I would think hard about being a seller. And when I say seller, I mean, I would, I have, I understand that, you know, he's be- their best friends as far as Kevin Durant and, and, and James Harden. And I understand that you just got him. So you want to make this work, but, it hasn't. Now I'm not gonna say it hasn't worked because of James Harden. I mean, you know, Kevin Durant's not there. Joe Harris isn't there. La- Lamarcus Aldridge is not the lineup. Uh, Kyrie Irving's not the lineup due to you know the COVID situation thing. So I understand that it's not just James Harden, but it has not been working up to here. And hell, even James Harden has come out and said that I'm not. A, I'm not happy. So. I would be buyers – I mean, I would be sellers into trading James Harden, not because he's just a bad player, but because you're getting – you could op, you could get – uh, you can get – now, I understand Ben Simmons has not played, but you can get a Ben Simmons for at least three years. And it's not like Ben Simmons is out due to injury. He's just out because his feelings are hurt, which is crazy still in my opinion. But I would still consider that. Because you have him for three more years, and you don't need him in the same role that uh, that Philly has him in or had him in. So, if I was Brooklyn, I would be, uh, I would be, I would be sellers. I would be seller. I would think wrong and hard about uh, being a seller with James Harden. Charlotte, very easy. I would be, I would be buyers. Uh, Charlotte is a really good young team. I don't think that they're good enough to, you know make a deep run in the playoffs. I think they could get to the playoffs. Uh, when you have first-time all-star LaMelo Ball, you have more than likely most improved player uh, Miles Bridges. The biggest the biggest need that they have is a is a, is a le- reliable center. Right now, their centers is what? Mason Plumlee, Kai Jones, who's in the G League right now, and, and who P.J. Walker, uh, who's pretty much a, a small four slash power forward playing center at times. I just think that they need to to, to really solidify this team, they need a big. They need a reliable big. Uh, but, of course, that's, that's a lot easier said than done because there's not too many reliable bigs, but you just need a big better than Miles Plumley Or Mason Plumley. I'm sorry. So, I would just, if I was Charlotte, I would be buyers into getting a big man. A big man that's reliable. So, Chicago, same thing. I would be buyers for, for a legit big man. I mean, when you think about it, they don't really have... I mean, you have, no, you have Vucevic, but Vucevic plays better at the power forward position. You know it's bad when you have DeMar DeRozan playing power forward position. Uh, I, If I was Chicago, man, I would try to go for big as well. I mean, you have players on the bench that you don't really play like that, and... You know when ball, when I mean Lonzo Ball comes back, you have Ball, you have Caruso, you have you know, uh, you have Zach Levine. I just I I would go for a big because I mean you think about it. You get a reliable big. You get maybe I don't know if it's going to happen to the two-two, you know, um, finance money situation. But you have may say you get a Miles Turner. You get a Miles Turner. That means you can slide Vucevic to the three. Or four. I'm sorry. You can slide. Uh, you can slide Demar Derozan to the three. Play small forward. That means you can. You have Caruso coming off the bench again. You have Lonzo, Zach Levine. Like, come on now. That's a tough team. A team that's already exceeding expectations at this point. So, I would. I would be buyers and try to get a legit big man for if I was Chicago. Cleveland. I honestly think Cleveland should hold, man. And actually, the the thing that interests me about Cleveland and the thing that you, I have to, you know, we really have to monitor is the Colin Sexton thing. Uh, Cleveland has been great this time, and they did just get Karis LeVert. so that to me was a big trade. Um, they did get Karis LeVert. I would hold. I would hold just because you did do the Karis LeVert trade. And you can take some of the relieve some of the offensive pressure off of Darius Garland, who's also a first time all-star. So shouts out to him. Uh you have a lot of a lot of solid pieces. You have Jared Allen, you have Evan Mobley, who more than likely will be the rookie of the year, uh, at least so far this so far this year. Uh you have now Karis Levert, and you have Darius Garland. While Colin Sexton is injured, you have Kevin Love, who's been good. I would hold, man. I was I would hold because you already made the trade, like I said, for Darius uh for Karis Levert, who is a huge pickup for them. Um uh, because Aeros Levert is a is a great player. Um really good player. I'm not gonna say great, really good player. So I would I would make the move for I would I would hold. I would hold at this point because you already made the move for Karis Levert. And I think that Karis Levert would fit in perfectly with with uh with Cleveland because you, he doesn't need to dominate the ball to be effective. Uh, and I think that's the biggest problem with Colin Sexton and Darius Garland playing with each other. Because Colin Sexton needs the ball to really dominate, and so does Darius Garland, uh, it, it just doesn't really work out. Now you have Karis very Now, I'm not saying trade Colin Sexton. I don't know what you're going to do with Colin Sexton. You need to make that decision when the decision has to be made, but... I, because you already did karis the vert trade and I think it's a great trade for you and I think that that really solves a lot of needs that you have I would uh you know and you get off the Rubio contract which is big uh, I would I would hold if I was Cleveland at this point Dallas Dallas Mavericks I would I would sell I mean I would buy you need a you need to start you need someone that can score the ball and you need someone that can relieve the offensive pressure off of Luka Doncic I mean you lost um you lost Tim Hardaway so that was huge Porzingis hasn't been the most reliable offensive player you just need someone maybe look at a I don't know who's trying who maybe look at a reliable scoring point guard like a like a Kimball Walker or something It you the, Dallas needs a player that can create their own shot and 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 be a volume scorer to take the pressure off of Luca because it's, it's pretty much Luca a bus at this point, um, as far as offensively. Because at that point, I mean, you have Jalen Brunson, but he's not really a reliable scorer. Reggie Bullock isn't that much of a reliable scorer. So I would, I would, I would say sell if I was Dallas and get. Oh no, buy. I'm sorry. If I was buy, if I was, da- <laughs> if I was Dallas, I would buy and try to get a, a scoring point guard. Denver. I would hold. I would hold because you don't really know what you have right now. Uh, And you're still waiting on Jamal Murray to get back. Uh, You still have Michael Porter Jr. He's not coming back this year. But uh, at least I don't think he's coming back this year. So I wouldn't really mess. I'm not going to say mess anything up. I wouldn't really change anything. Uh, You have the reigning MVP in could possibly win another one this year and Nikola Jokic he's been playing great. Uh, Aaron Gordon's been playing really good. And again, you're still waiting on Jamal Murray. You're still, you know, you still have Michael Porter Jr. not this year, but probably next year. Uh I wouldn't do much if I was Denver. I don't think that they're good enough to win a championship. In fact, I know they're not good enough to win a championship right now. And I I want to see how they look like with Jamal Murray. And I want to see what Jamal Murray looks looks like coming back from uh the, the bad injury the ACL injury that he has. So um I would say I would say hold if I was if I was Denver. Detroit. Um I don't know man. Detroit Detroit's tough. I mean when you look at this team, bro, I don't you have Cade Cunningham, but outside of that what you have Check Diallo I mean Diallo not Check Diallo. You have uh Diallo um you have Sadiq Bay, who's really good. Isaiah Stewart, who is just like an energy player. I don't know. I guess uh, hmm. I don't I don't know, man. I I, I guess you would uh, see it's it's a tough it's a tough one, man. Uh I guess Sellers, because you have a lot of young pieces. I mean, you have, like I said, Sadiq Bay, but I wouldn't trade Sadiq Bey. I definitely wouldn't trade Kate Cunningham. Uh, maybe Diallo, see what you can get for him. He's, I think he's, what, 22, 23, something like that. Um, and he's a high-energy player. I, I guess Sell. So. I don't know what to do with Detroit, because to me, there's no immediate move that you can do to make them any closer to a championship team or even a playoff team? Um, you have Corey Joseph. I don't, I would say sell. I would say see what you can get for uh, something maybe you can see what you can get for maybe Isaiah Stewart. I don't know. See what you can get maybe for oh, you also have Jeremy Graham and Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. Clearly, I don't know if he doesn't want to be there, but it just his name is always in talks and and about getting traded. Uh, and he, him and Chet, him and Diallo will be your, your pieces. I mean, Jeremy Grant, he's your best player by far at this point. Um, not saying Cade can't be that, but right now it's Jeremy Grant, so. Probably, probably sell, probably sell. See what you can get for a Jeremy Grant, because you can get a lot for a Jeremy Grant, especially from a team for a t- from a team that really needs him, like maybe the Lakers or something. So uh, I would say sell. Golden State, Golden State is in a is in a interesting spot, a good spot, but interesting spot. They're really banking, they're banking a lot on Wiseman. And I understand why. I mean, he was a what second or third overall pick. Uh, he's a he's an athletic big man that can kind of you know bring the ball out and, and shoot from three a little bit. Um, he's he's really good when he's when he's on. He's really good rim protector. He's just injured. <laughs> he's injured, and of course, we saw Clay Thompson come back this year. And they're hoping that James Wiseman comes back, at least close to the same that that he or yeah or better than he was, um, because they're waiting on James Wiseman. I would say hold. I mean, the team is second in the NBA in in record. Uh, Steph Curry's playing great. Clay Thompson looks great coming back from two devastating injuries. Uh, Some of their role players that I didn't think were going to emerge this fast has, has looked great. Like a Jordan Poole, like a Gary Payton II. Um, hell, Jonathan Kaminga looks incredible. And of course, Andrew Wiggins looks great. Uh, Otto Porter looks really good for them. So this is a great team. Um. Now, if you did not want to wait for a James Wiseman, I would understand if you were to to, to buy. Try to get a reliable big man. Uh, Draymond Green is out, so you know maybe get a a, a forward. Uh, maybe talk to OKC and maybe get one of their one of their forwards or something like that. Or 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 see if you can. I, I don't know how the money's going to work, but see if you can get a, a Miles Turner from Indiana. I understand that, but. This is also a very delicate team. I said delicate because there's a lot of players on this team that nobody expected to be this good this fast. And you don't want to mess that chemistry up. And if you bring in a player like a Miles Turner, if you bring in a player like, I don't know, a Sabonis, a, a that is going to change the way that you play. And for a team that's second in the NBA in record, that's kind of not what you want to do. So I would hold if I was Golden State. I would hold. And that's that's pretty much what I think they're going to do uh, because they're waiting on James Wiseman to come back so this team can be whole. So I will say if I was Golden State, I would wait. Houston, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sell, try to get someone to buy, to get John Wall's contract. I want to see John Wall back in the league, man try to get someone to to take John Wall's contract off your hands um I don't know see if you can get someone to or see if someone wants to take Aaron Gordon maybe the Lakers I don't know Christian Wood he he he's a good player that you could probably trade I would say sell cuz I don't I don't I mean Houston is clearly in a rebuild and they're clearly like they don't really have a direction right now so, I mean, you have Jalen Green, you have uh, Christian Wood, you have KBJ. And outside of that, you don't really have much. Tate, I would yeah, I would I would I would be sellers, I guess, and see someone desperate. You need someone to desperately take that John Wall contract, because so, you're gonna be. I mean, that's a tough financial. I mean, you knew that when you traded with the Wizards, but. That's a tough financial hurdle hurt hole to get over. So I would say sell, I guess, for Houston, and the Pacers complete complete sell. Uh, they're they're I mean they're pretty much in a rebuild or they're they're trying to blow it up. You give away, uh, Karis LeVert. Reports are saying that they're going to try to make a trade with uh, Washington to get to get off of Sabonis, which is their best player. Um, Miles Turner is definitely in. in you know, a lot of people are talking about Miles Turner as well. The the Pacers are in full rebuild mode, or trying to be in full rebuild mode. Uh, and and I understand. I mean, they brought Lance Stevenson back for the whole year. Not saying he's garbage, but that should tell you a lot. Any and any the Pacers is definitely in sell mode. Sell, 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 and they're trying to, they're trying to uh uh blow it up as well. So they're in sell mode. Clippers Well, the Clippers have kind of been in buy mode. I mean, you trade, I mean, you do get Norman Powell and Robin Covington from Portland, which was big cuz Norman Powell is 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 a good offensive player and Robin Covington's good defensively and you don't know what you have until you get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George back. Uh I think it could be interesting. Maybe I don't know. They probably won't do it and not going to do it But see what you can get for Paul George See what you can get for Kawhi Leonard Now I know it's it's almost blasphemous to think Trade Kawhi Yeah I mean when's the last time we seen Kawhi So see what you can get for him I mean but the market isn't that strong right now uh, Especially with the players that are available I don't know anybody that would want to trade Or I don't know anybody that Couldn't pull off a Kawhi Leonard trade for pieces Nowhere close to that um, so I don't know, man. I I, I would say ah, they're already buyers. So I would say buy and sell because you did get off of Eric Blesso's contract, which was, whoo, <laughs> um, yeah. I guess I guess buy. Uh, I guess sellers. I. Mm. See if you can get anything for Luke Kennard, maybe uh, one of the Morris or the Morris brother. Uh, I'll say sell. I'll say sell for the Clippers, Lakers. Aha. You know what's funny about the Lakers? They want to be and buy by mode they want to be but they're just so they're, they're their roster and their salary cap is really strapped to three people LeBron James Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook now they would love to get off Russell Westbrook because it, like a lot of people thought Russell Westbrook is not a good fit with LeBron James Russell Westbrook is not even close to the shooter that he needs to be and neither is really LeBron James but LeBron James doesn't really need to defer to Russell Westbrook it kind of has to be the other way around um they would love to get off they would love to get off russell westbrook they just can't because nobody wants that contract and russell westbrook has not put a good work of art on tape this year so you're not gonna and, and we know the type of team that flourishes with russell westbrook you can't be a team you can't be a Russell Westbrook is a person that needs the ball in their hands. Russell Westbrook is a person that dominates the ball, that is high energy, but he makes poor decisions in late-game situations because he's just always on go mode. He's always on 100. So you can't have a player like Russell Westbrook on a team like a Golden State, like 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 a Milwaukee Bucks. You can't have a – Westbrook can't be one of your primary players when you're trying to win a championship because it's proven that he hasn't really been able to do that. Um, So the the Lakers would love to get off of Russell Westbrook. They just can't. And then outside of that, I mean, nobody else has really put on good tape outside of LeBron. You're not trading LeBron. So – I mean, nobody really wants Anthony Davis. Not saying he's garbage, and I don't even think he's available. But if he was available, he's constantly hurt. Nobody wants uh, Taylin Horton Tucker, which is pretty much the best piece that they have. I mean, they're trying to get off Ken Bazemore. They're trying to get off DeAndre Jordan. Like, there's a lot of players that they're trying to get off of that's just hard to do because of contract situations, because of, I mean, who really wants these players and why would you give up? A solid asset for that so you know so Lakers would definitely like to be by and sell honestly but yeah um Memphis probably by I think uh the Joe Ingles injury is huge uh for them especially when we talk about uh playoffs and you want someone to fill in that small forward role someone that can shoot the ball because Joe Ingles biggest attribute was of course his shooting ability and while you can, you know, while you have Bogdanovich, you still, you know, he was on the bench. So, uh, I would say buy Try to get like another a person that can play that small forward role that can also shoot the ball. Maybe look at a Terrence, uh, Terrence Ross. Maybe look at someone like that, uh, from, from maybe one of the lesser teams. Hell, try to see if you can get maybe a, even though he hasn't really been shooting that well this year, but maybe a, uh, Contarius, Carwell Pope, I don't know. They just you want someone that can fill in that role because losing Joe Ingles was huge for Utah. So I would say buyers trying to get a shooting small forward. Uh, Miami Heat, I would say hold. I mean they don't really need to do much uh, now. If there's an instance where you can get maybe a a, a huge player or or a, a player that can, I don't know, change the trajectory of your of your. Big man situation. Well, I'm not gonna say situation, but I don't know. No. Nah. I'll say hold. Uh Kyle Lowry's playing really well. Uh Jimmy Butler's playing really well. Bam out of coming back from injury or still, you know, trying to get in the flow of things after missing a lot of time due to injury. PJ Tucker has been a lot better than I thought he would be for this team. No, he's he's been good. So I'll say I'll say uh Hold if I was if I was Mamie. They don't really need to do much. So, not to mention Tyler Hero has been playing incredible. Uh, he was he's been playing so good that a lot of, that people are kind of upset that he didn't make the All Star team. That's how good he's playing. Duncan Robinson he's still reliable from three. So if I was Miami, I would hold. Milwaukee Bucks, I would probably buy because uh, Rock, Brooke, Brooke Lopez has not really been there this year, and I think that this, Brooke Lopez was Rob, Bobby Porz has been playing well. Uh, But I don't know if Bobby Portis can be your primary big going into the playoffs. Now, I know that, especially in the Phoenix series, Brooke Lopez was regulated to the bench a lot of times. But I would want a a quality center, maybe a center that can shoot. I don't know. Uh, Maybe look at a Miles Turner. Maybe look at a... I don't know one of the centers from Cleveland. I don't know, but I would try to I would try to move on the sense that uh, Brooke Lopez is not going to really be there, and I would need a r I would want a replacement for him. So I would say buyers if I was my uh, Milwaukee, Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't know, man. I would say, I mean, you have Carl Anthony Towns who's an all star this year. Anthony Edwards has been great. Uh, D'Angelo Russell has been D'Angelo Russell. He's been all right. Um, but you don't really have a defender. I mean, you thought that it was going to be um, <laughs> Patrick uh, uh, Patrick Beverly. That has not been the case at all. So they don't really have a defender on their team. So maybe look look for a, a defensive player. Maybe see if you can – I mean, I, I doubt it's going to happen. But see if you can snag uh, – Snag a Ben Simmons Maybe see if you can get a Marcus Smart Something like that I would I think that you wouldn't want to be They don't really have defense on the team They're really good offensively But they're not the best defensive team um, Yeah I would say Not to mention Patrick Beverly ain't done nothing for them But get Tex on the bench So I would say buyers Try to get a defensive player For Minnesota The Pelicans man. The Pelicans have been Have been making moves man They got CJ McCollum now, while CJ McCollum isn't a huge household name. CJ McCollum is a is a bucket. Uh and we'll talk about Portland when we get there in fact. we we'll talking we'll talk about Portland soon, but uh that's a that's a big move for um that's a big move for New Orleans, man, getting CJ McCollum. Uh but at this point, uh, mm We really have to have a conversation, a serious conversation, about uh, 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 Zion Williamson. Um, Is Zion Williamson, like, we haven't seen him all year. And apparently, he's still struggling with his weight. He's still struggling with rehab due to his weight. So, it's like, you have a player that I feel that you can build a team around, and that is Brandon Ingram. So what are you going to do with Zion? Now I'm not saying you just go up, up and tra- up and trade him, seeing as though Zion was a product from the Anthony Davis trade. But and they, and and the Pelicans have made some moves. Like I said, you you get a CJ McCollum, so you get a, a scoring player. I would. Well, they already got CJ, so they were already buy, uh, you know sellers and buyers. So I would just say hold. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the Pelicans can do. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I would just say hold at this point because you have to. You don't know what you have yet until your your team is whole, and who who knows when that's gonna be? Because I mean Zion Williamson is still hurt. So, but CJ getting CJ McCollum was huge uh, for New Orleans. I mean he's a he's a he's a bucket. So. He I don't know how reliable he is in certain situations, but he is still a bucket. So I'll I'll take that. Um New York blowed it up. <laughs> man, New York needs to be sellers, man. It's just I don't uh, That playoff that playoff berth last year really uh got to a lot of people's head and talking about we should run it back. And I was always wondering why you keep saying we're going to run it back. Y'all made it to the first round and lost to the Atlanta Hawks. They need to they need to I mean, look at the stat status of New York right now. You bring in Kimball Walker. He was out he was out the rotation. The only reason why he came back to the rotation is cuz Derrick Rose got hurt. You trade for or you make a trade to get Cam Reddish, who is now pretty much out the org, out the rotation, because your coach didn't want him. Oh, on top of that, your best player is over. Your best player is having mood swings, and and over here just getting into it with freaking equipment guys and Julius Randle and getting it with fans. So I don't and and still can't go right. I'm not going to say can Still decides not to go right And this team continues to blow big leads Or gets destroyed I think Julius Randle probably needs to go I think Kimba definitely needs to go I just I don't uh, I don't know They've been trying to get I don't I don't know They definitely need to be uh, sellers They need to blow it up Blow it up Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, I mean, I guess they're really content with getting these draft picks. Uh, <laughs> so I would, I, I guess, I mean, like they're really content with these draft picks. So I be just keep getting draft picks. So I keep keep selling for draft picks. So they they're trying. They're they're. They they're really content with these draft picks. So, Oklahoma City Thunder get them draft picks. Orlando Magic, that's another team, bro. They're just bad, and they're they're. I don't really know which way. There's a lot of things they need. They need a veteran presence. They I don't. <laughs> I would say sell because I mean I don't. they the Orlando needs so much. Orlando needs so much. I mean, your best players are what? Uh, Bam. Oh, Bo, uh, Mo Bamba. Um, I totally forgot Markel Foles on this team. Yeah, no. Oh, I guess sell. They need, they need to. I don't know. It's, I don't know what Orlando needs to do, man. Philly. Sell. They need to get Ben Simmons off of this team. I understand that there's a high asking price from Darren Morey. But Ben Simmons is doing absolutely nothing for this team. In fact, the only thing that Ben Simmons is doing is lowering his value the day, day after day he does not play. Like, it's not it's not working. It's not working. Uh, there's no way that you're going to – to me, he's played – there's no way that Ben Simmons can even come back to, to Philly. So you have to be sellers. You have to get him off this team. Now I know that Darren Morey said he's he's willing to play the long game, but it doesn't seem like it seems like Ben Simmons is willing to play the long game too because he hasn't even been back. So you need to get Ben Simmons. I understand that you might have to take another casualty, like you might have to get rid of a Maxi, you might have to get rid of a Seth Curry, but you need to get Ben Simmons off the team. And think about it. Imagine if you get James Harden for Ben Simmons and and Tyron Maxi. Well, yes, Maxi has been big for your team. You have James Harden. <sighs> sellers, F- Philly needs to be sellers. Phoenix, son, hold. You don't need to do nothing. Phoenix does not need to do anything. They have been great. Uh, they are the number one team in the league. Uh, nothing. Hold. Phoenix needs to hold. Um. Poor. Let's park. Let's park. Let's park this. Uh. Audio journey, audio adventure in Portland, real quick. So I just said that uh, the Pilo- the the Pelicans made a trade for CJ McCollum, meaning they made a trade with Portland, and Portland has been very uh, active when we talk about trades. I mean, you trade CJ McCollum to put to. The Pelicans, you trade Norman Powell and Robert Covington. You pray you tr- you trade your three out of your four best play. Well, arguably three out of your four best players or best players this year. Let's say that uh, to other teams. Like I said, Norman Powell, Robert Covington goes to the Clippers. You get back uh, Neil Alexander Walker. Or Nikhil Alexander Walker, I think his name is. He's he's a, he's a bucket. He's pretty good. Um, you pretty much trade Norman Powell and Robert Covington for a bag of Fritos. Um, but this is why we're parking at Portland. Damian Lillard. Reports have come out. Are pretty much saying that um, The Pelicans Not the Pelicans, I'm sorry The Portland Trailblazers are making these moves Trading all these players So they can build a quality team around Damian Lillard And now they have the young pieces And young assets to, And they have the cat room To now Build around Damian Lillard Damian Lillard Think about how this year has gone you come out and voice your frustration you come out and voice your frustration that the team needs to needs to be better the team needs to 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 bring on better play you know the team needs to be better you got there's no should no be, should be no reason why you get keep getting bounced out the first round or there's no reason why you're really not in contention when you're that good since you've said that, the team has broken up that backcourt and CJ McCollum, which I think they're three or four years too late. You get rid of Norman Powell after trading for him just a year ago. Robert Cummington is pretty much your best small forward at this point. Oh, I'm sorry, was your best small forward at this point. He's gone. Well, yes, Anthony, Anthony Simons has been good. Is he good enough to be a reliable second option like CJ McCollum was? I don't know. Yo, Damian Lillard is not working, bro. Damian Lillard, it's, yo, you need to get up off that, uh, uh, get up off that loyalty thing, bro. Cause he, hell. Mm. From yes, Portland has now the leverage. And now the, not leverage, the, the opportunity to build around Damian Lillard, but look at their past. Do they have any record of being able to do that? You know how long it was for them to build a quality team around Clyde Drexler? I'll tell you it never happened. That's why Clyde Drexler up and left. They, they had, they had trouble building. Well, no. I also understand because it was due to injury. But they had trouble building around Brandon Roy. They had trouble building around Lamarck Zaldrich. What makes you think Damian Lillard is going to be different? Damian, you need to go, bro. Portland just just they, – they're clearly blowing it up. So, yeah. Damian Lillard needs to go. So he needs to go to a team where – he can contend for a championship cuz Portland will not be it. I understand he's hurt right now, but and this would be the perfect time to like, go. I need to go. So yeah. Sacramento Kings sellers, you need to get off of Darren Fox. Uh not because he's a bad player, but he's the best player that you have right now that is really of tr- and 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 Marvin Bagley. They've been trying to get off Marvin Bagley for a minute also harrison barnes so yeah you need to be sellers man there's a lot of players and a lot of teams that can use these players so i would get off harrison barnes i would get off marvin bagley and if you can find the right deal maybe in new york maybe if you can get like a julius randall for De'Aaron fox i would pull that in a heartbeat um yeah definitely sellers san antonio spurs sellers why is thaddeus young on this team now you've already been sellers with some of the trades that you made. No, you no no. Why is Daddy's young in this team? That is young ain't doing nothing for you. You need to be sellers. San Antonio Spurs. You have Dejounte Murray. Shouts out being a first time All Star. Uh, yeah, you need to be sellers because this team isn't really going anywhere. So Toronto, I don't know. Probably hold. No, no, no. Mm. It's really... I mean, you have Fred Van Vliet. You, probably Sellers, because I think you want to get off of that uh, Gordon Dragas contract, because uh, he hasn't really done much. Well, he hasn't done much for you, honestly. And and he clearly doesn't want to be there. So I would say Sellers. Try to get off that Gordon Dragas contract. Maybe try to get yourself a shooting guard a, more reliable than Gary Trent Jr. And Gary Trent Jr. has been great, but how reliable is he for... a? totality of a season. I don't know. Uh, Or do you really you don't really have a solid backup either. Um, So I would I would say Sellers. Uh, Utah Jazz. Wait. I talked about the Utah Jazz, didn't I? Oh, I definitely did. I was um, what did I talk about? I talked about I didn't talk about I talked about uh, I didn't talk. All right, so I did talk about Utah Jazz. I apologize. I didn't talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's talk about the Memphis Grizzlies right now. Um, Memphis should definitely be, I'll say buyers. I don't think they have a second reliable score outside of John Morant. While Triple J has been good, Desmond Desmond Bain has been great. Um, I just don't – they're not really reliable scores. So – um, I would I would say Memphis get try to get a, a, a try to get like a, a shooter, um, not a shooter, a score, someone that can put the ball on the ground because Triple J is not putting the ball on the ground, really. And neither. Des, well, Desmond Baines can for, you know, a little bit. Grayson Allen's not doing that. Uh, I would I would if I was Memphis, I would be sell or buyers trying to get a, a ball, a person that can create the ball or create the ball, <laughs> create, create their own shot. In Washington, you know, i talked about this last episode. Um, blow, this, blow this up. And and I hate, uh, you know, how hard it is being a Washington fan sometimes. Think about it. You made so many big moves this offseason, man, getting Spencer Dinwiddie, getting uh, Contavious Carwell-Pope, getting Kyle Kuzma, getting Montrez Harold, and more than likely Spencer Dinwiddie. uh contavious car will pull in fact everybody on the team maybe outside of bradley bell are is available for trade and this is the same team that finished that was number one at one point man now i know he's linked Sabonis, you know they're pretty much linked to getting uh sabonis so that could happen uh but Yeah, they need to blow that up. They need to let everybody go. And I, I, I would be hesitant in keeping Bradley Beal. So, cause he, I mean, he's been there for God knows how long and ain't done nothing. So, that's 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 who I. That's my trade deadline options. Um, let me know how you feel. Let me know. You know, who did I miss out? Who should go? Who should stay? Uh, who should be holders? Who should be sellers? Who should be buyers? Let me know. Um, but let's move forward. So a little bit of NFL news, the coaching, all the coaching, uh, positions are pretty much being filled up and (laughs) so Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith got hired to be the Houston Texans, um, to be the Houston Texans head coach. He was their defensive coordinator, um, Uh, you know, it's hard to be happy for Lovey Smith. It's hard to be happy for Lovey Smith because you can, you can see what's going on. First and foremost, um, I think it's telling that Josh McCown, who has not, who hasn't a lick of coaching experience, was a period was about to get the head coach. In fact, I think the NFL pretty much told me, oh, "No, don't, don't do that." Like, if it wasn't for Brian Flores' uh, lawsuit, I'm almost sure, almost sure. I don't know, but I'm almost sure that Josh McCown would be the head coach of the Houston Texans. Which is one reason why it's hard for me to be happy for Lovey Smith because it feels like that they're just doing this. For you're telling me that Josh McCown. Lovey Smith has been on that roster, by the way. You're telling me that Josh McCown has the same cachet that that has never coached a day in his life, has the same cachet as a coach in Lovey Smith who brought the Bears to the Super Bowl. You know what's also funny to me? When I hear... Uh, <laughs> When I hear, um, we, we, when I hear that, uh, that they say that this has absolutely nothing to do with, um, this has nothing to do with, uh, race. Which is hard for me to believe that because, again, Josh McCown was about to be the head coach of the Houston Degrees. And I also don't feel good for Lovey Smith is because look at David Cully. David Cully did an exceptional job, even though their record didn't show. But you also have to look at, like, what happens if Deshaun, what happens if you can't trade Deshaun Watson and the same, what happens if Lovey Smith goes, wins four games again or four games this year what happens and if you keep him then why fire david cully it just feels like they hired david cully to pretty much appease deshaun watson because Deshaun Watson said that he wants an African American coach and you hire David Cully. Now it feels like they're hiring Lovey Smith to say, hey, we care about black people. You know, we, we saw the lawsuit for David of Brian Flores, so let's just put in Lovey Smith, who, by the way, damn near didn't get the job because Jo- they felt Josh McCown was the right man for the job, until the nineteenth hour. And you know, it's also funny. Shouts out to uh, Mike McDaniel for getting the hire the head uh, Dolphins head coaching job. But I just found it strange that in his press conference and all I've heard is he identifies as biracial. my first of all for for my listening audience pause this if you if you haven't seen him and go look up go type in mike mcdonald and tell me if you think that he identifies as biracial i mean i guess so again i'm happy for lovey smith i'm happy for uh The fact that he is a head, he's an he it's he's been he should have been a head coach again for a while, Um, and I'm happy for him. But I just I just it's hard for me to be like ecstatic because of the organization. I mean, the Houston Texans have shown a propensity to be tone deaf and. I said this, I said this before with the David Culley. Why would you now I understand that African-Americans don't really get that opportunity. So I get why you would do that. Um, but why take a job from an organization that shows that they are not realistic about their expectations and shows that they will fire you on a heartbeat, even if you don't deserve it. So. Uh, but shouts out to uh, shouts out to uh, Lovey Smith, man. I'm, I'm happy that you did get the job. And lastly, before we go, the NFL Pro Bowl was this weekend or last weekend, and it was garbage. Um, We say this year after year, but they don't even really tackle no more. Now, I get that the NFL is hard to have like an all-star weekend. It's hard because of... It's a contact sport, man, and the fact that pretty not every uh, not every contract is guaranteed. I understand, like a lot of players ain't really trying to do all that, and because it's such a violent sport, it's not like you can just play tackle. It's not like you can because you can get hurt. It's not like you can just play, uh, or you can just you know go out there and and hit, have a good time, but. I don't understand why they don't... First of all, I don't understand why they have the Pro Bowl in the first place. I mean, this has been multiple years now that it's just been lackluster. I, I understand the skills part, like the the thing they do like the day before. I, I get that, and it's, it's fun. You know, the catches, the quarterback challenges, they should keep that. And I would put it in the middle of the year instead of the end because, hell, you even saw a lot of players were not in game shape because once their season was over, they ain't done nothing. They just been chilling. So to, to, to then work yourself, back, it's just, no, the pro bowl needs to be done away with. I do think that they need to continue to, you know, have a pro bowl as far as like, say I'm a pro bowler or he's a pro bowler. But I think that it should just be like a skills competition week or something or weekend. Like they do, like I said, with the, with the spectacular catches or the dodge ball or the, the quarterback throw, like those are interesting. Those are cool. But, I'm not like it was so bad. The Pro Bowl was god awful, god awful. I mean, the best moments were player interview, the kicker dude talking about yeah, three holds, two hot dogs, and and the whole back and forth between uh, Stefan Diggs and Trayvon Diggs. Like it's the Pro Bowl was bad, man. It was bad. Uh, but there you have it. That's been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I appreciate you guys. If you want an Unpopular unpopular Podcast shirt, hoodie, sweatshirt, long-sleeve joggers, the link is in the description below. Uh, Multiple different colors, multiple different designs. So whatever you want, I got you. Just click on it. Click buy, and it gets sent to you. Please support. Also, please subscribe Trevor. you're listening. Please subscribe Trevor, you're watching. If you can, leave a like, leave a comment. We'll definitely chat it up. I kind of want to get the algorithms going so more people can watch. Uh, and, again, I appreciate you guys. I do appreciate the support I constantly get. And until next time, much love.
1: I just told Pete this really nigga's worst nightmare, man. They don't want to see little baby with the barbie with the barbie. Tell him I need them, my bitch, she a rider. I got a shooter and I got a driver. And when that heat, I'm the only provider. Little back and bitch worth a five, yo. Niggas know the vibe, that's worth a five, yo. B, we about to resolve, yo. Pull up on the up, do we have a problem? Mm. Hold up, shorty. Hold up, bitch. Please don't touch me. Look at my feet. Look at my ankle. Look at my wrist. This one a pack. This one a brick. That one a op. That one a lick. This one for pop. This one for juice. I am the one. Bitch, you a deuce. <laughs> Niggas give it up in my city, really shed blood in my city. Your love in my city. niggas, the sun your whole set like it's around six clips. Whole team get flyer in round trips. Bitch, she's the spine on my flicks. Heat and in my drip Check what I do to check the clear two. Pull up like a drive thru, so check your rear I don't care how long it take to get it out back. All my niggas outside stake bitch we out back. I don't care how long it take to get it out, out back. All my niggas outside out steak, bitch we out, out back. back. Yeah. Tell them I need i bitch she a rider Gotta shoot her and I gotta drive her Everyone that hit I'm the only provider Little back on bitch worth of five yo niggas know the vibe that's worth the five yo Beef, we bought
0: the whole group, oh, that make me a groupie Balenciaga, cold dish, not Gucci Who we went city to city and bulletproof? You can't run with my gang, they will bully you Been had switches, I know what them foolish do I'm
1: a vibe, let me know what you wanna do Ain't no fun by yourself, bring a friend or two We be menaging and boost up his ego She a little demon, I'm that Casamito yeah. yeah, baby Tell them I need them, my bitch, she a rider I got a shooter and I got a driver And when that hit, I'm the only provider Little bad for a bitch, worth a five, yo Niggas know the vibe, that's worth the five Don't mean no rap, but when I say bitches ride the wave. Flooding my watch, but ain't giving the clown the time of day. Ain't, ain't talking Christmas with a holla in my holidays. I, I fuck with niggas that be shootin' at they outs for days. Trust me. They will not let me know. They don't wreck me when they get you like an F-45 special flow. They don't wet you, yo. Yeah. you on a ski mask too and a ski mask ain't for the pandemic, it, it go with the semi, paid a pretty damn penny